Hi, my name is Brent Ferris. I work at uh, North Lake Church currently in Lago Vista, Texas, and this is the first ever podcast that I've thrown out there, and I uh, just want to take 10 minutes or so to talk about things that might interest you uh, if you're a student or a parent of a student. I've kind of dealt with this idea for a long time, and I thought, hey, why not just try it and see if anybody listens, and if you're the only one listening, I thank you. I get a lot of questions, especially in the wake of a retreat, like the one we just had here at the church I work at. I get a lot of these questions about well, what's next and what do we do next and how do we how do we go from here? And retreats are an amazing thing because you have an opportunity to be in a retreat setting where the environment is specific. It's very, very organized to a specific piece of the puzzle. We want you to focus on one event or one thing that we're talking about. We want you to not be in a position where you're distracted or you feel like you're uh, have no way to ex- kind of no way to see any other angle. We want you to be able to focus. And in a retreat setting, you also have the op- the advantage of being able to unplug for a while. Typically, retreats are done on camps, and typically, you don't have service on your cell phones at camps. Or if you do what we do here at the school, or I'm sorry, at the church I work for, if you do what I do is actually make them sign a students sign a waiver and I take their cell phones from them. And so they kind of surrender. I call it the phone surrender, uh, waiver and they just take their cell phones and give them to me. We put them in a plastic bag with their name on it and we put their keys in there and I just hold on to them for the weekend for them. And you kind of come into retreat and you're kind of expecting something big and there's something that's going to happen. We're going to talk about some hard stuff. We're going to create an environment for you to be able to experience and to know that there's something bigger out there. But at the same time, it all comes down to the one event in, in history, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And then you you may or may not have students who embrace that event and say, yeah, I believe in that. And they accept Jesus in, in their heart and they accept Christ as, in, as their savior and um, call upon God's name to, to rule their lives. But then you get to a part where you get home and the cell phone's back in your hand and the keys are back in your car and you're driving home and then you get to this question, well, what's next? I've always found that I, I've always found that the spiritual high of a retreat or a camp uh, is always so fun and so great, but then at the same time also comes a spiritual low where you start to chase after that feeling and not after the God behind the feeling. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that today. Chasing after God and chasing after the feeling of God in your life are two very different things. When you're chasing after God, you're really exploring God in a way that you're you're creating a relationship with Him. Now, I'm, I'm doing this podcast in the assumption that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, that you believe that God sent His Son to the earth, to die on the cross for your sin and my sin, for all the crap that you do and the crap that I do, um, to bring that uh, opportunity for us to be back in right relationship with Him, Him being God. And, um, you know, Jesus sacrificed Himself and God sacrificed His only Son so that we could do that uh, because there had to be an extreme measure there had to be an extreme measure because sin was so rampant in our lives and it destroyed so many things in our lives that there had to be this extreme movement and God couldn't send more information he had to send a person to uh, to atone for that 
that sin in our lives. And if, if you're working off of that basis and you've accepted Jesus Christ as your savior, you might be listening to this podcast thinking, well, yeah, I, I've done that. I've, I've been there. I want to, I want to know God more. I want to know God deeper. I want to go deeper, but I don't know how, or I don't know where to go. Or I've experienced that before that feeling that spiritual high, but now I feel like I'm just kind of in everyday life. The constant question is, where is God in your everyday life? And I've always found myself to be um, very exploratory. Uh, my dad actually used to say and joke with me that I was the boundary finder. Uh, not that I would go out and find boundaries just for the heck of it, but I was just, I would just like to explore and I'd like to adventure and I'd like to get out there and see where is the boundary? How far can I go? Um, which you can see how that can sometimes play a negative role in your life, how far is too far and things like that. But I got into this this mode where I just started to explore God in my own way. Um, I used a lot of great books. There's a great book by John Eldridge called The Wild at Heart. Uh, it's a phenomenal book. Uh, there's another book by him called Waking the Dead. And I, I began to read some of these books and then I decided I was going to go to the book. And I started to read the Bible, and I started in Proverbs. Uh, I did a proverb a day kind of thing, and then I started out uh, reading through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I thought if I wanted to know more about Jesus, I should ask or talk to or read uh, from the people who lived with Jesus and walked with Jesus. And the more I explored through the Gospels, the more I realized that this is just a real deal. This is the real thing. So I started to make decisions based upon what I thought were the wise decisions. And this is kind of the big piece of the puzzle. So many times we get through these spiritual highs and we come off and we say, well, I'm just going to be the best person I can be and I'm forever going to be changed. And that's true. You'll never be the same when you come off and, and you meet Jesus for the first time. But the hard part is sometimes we act the same because we don't start changing the way that we, we think. As a matter of fact, it was Paul that wrote to the Romans uh, in, in Romans 12, 2, he says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. And in Christian culture, we just stop there sometimes. But Paul keeps going, he says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then he says this, this is the kind of the promise that then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And I think sometimes we get this idea that, okay, I don't need to conform. I can't conform any longer to the pattern of this world. If I conform to the pattern of this world, then I'm, then I'm in trouble. If I don't conform to the pattern of this world, then I'm golden. And that's, that's, that's half of it. That's like half of a step forward. It's like you took a step with your left foot, but you're not really walking with your right foot. You got to also transform the way that you think. And I remember for me in my life, the way that I thought, uh, and this is kind of coming into college, I'd grown up in a Christian home. I grew up parents who love Jesus still together. They were married. Um, never going to change that. that was, it was awesome. I grew up going to church. I actually got locked out of church, which we'll explain in another uh, podcast going forward, out of youth group, not a church. And um, I grew up in a Christian home. I, I, I knew of Jesus. I knew of God. And when I was young, I went to camps and really started to find myself doing what I do best, and that's exploring, exploring what was out there, exploring the options. And one of those options ended up being uh, that uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ and that he died for my sins and rose from the dead. And I started to explore what that was. What does that mean? What does that look like? And then as I continued to do that, uh, I got a little bit older, got into, got through high school, got into college, had made some mistakes in my life that I, I wish I had. There's always things that you wish you wouldn't have done. And 
um, I kind of was coming out of the wake of one of those decisions that I had made. And through that, I started to think, how come I keep making the same decision? Why do I keep coming back to the same decision? I'm trying not to conform to the pattern of this world. I'm doing a good job at not conforming. Uh, but I also am still end up finding myself making the same decision. And, and then I decided, well, maybe it's because it's the way that my, my mind is working. You know, I need to also transform the way that my brain works, the way that I think about things. I can't just ask, is this right or wrong? Or is this too far? Or how close to the line is this? I have to start asking, is this wise? Is this going to benefit me in light of my, my present, in light of my future, in light of my past? Knowing me better than anybody knows me, how is this going to affect me in my future? And when you start asking questions like that, you get some, some stunning results. You start to answer, if you answer honestly, you start to answer that question. What, what does this look like for me in my life? What does it look like if I were to choose the wise thing over the right thing? And what, if it, what would it look like if I were to ask what is wise over what is right? And so step one, and I'm going to come back uh, on the next podcast and talk about step two. Step one is definitely the renewing of your mind. It's not big enough to just go out and change your friends and change everything you're going on. Actually, the reason why we do change our friends is because it helps you to renew your mind. I'm not saying you have bad friends or that your friends are terrible people. What I am saying is who you hang out with will indicate and and will um, direct the future of your world. So People say you look at your friends and look at your future kind of thing. Uh, it's because your friends totally impact the direction and quality of your life. They play a huge role on that. And so there's no question that your friends matter. Who you're hanging out with matters. What you're doing with those friends matters. If everybody's doing it, uh, it's a lot easier to get into it. If everybody's worshiping Jesus, if everybody loves God, if everybody's talking about it and you're having conversation after conversation, it's super easy to talk about God. And when God is making his way in every area of your life, you find yourself in a position that you just are thinking about him all the time and you love him and, and you know him. Uh, when you're hanging out with people that all they do is play video games, I don't hate video games, but if that's all they do with all their life and they never do anything that's more um, substantial or, or, or bigger, or you have your friends who go out and they just get trashed every weekend and they just drink and heaven knows what else, <laughs> uh, they just get into trouble, you're going to get caught up in that, and then you're going to not be sitting there thinking about what's best for you, you're just going to be thinking about, well, this is kind of what everybody's doing, and so your friends really, really impact that, um, but we're going to be talking a little bit about this specific piece, you got to renew your mind, you got to think through not just what this decision will mean for you in the immediate future, i.e. the next 30 minutes, what is this decision going to mean? mean for you in the future, five years from now, 10 years from now. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you're kind of already a step ahead because um, I'm not, not because of anything I am, not because I'm a great guy or a great leader or anything like that, but simply because of the fact that nobody is doing that. Nobody's learning. Nobody's still growing. Uh, especially if you're a high school student right now, you're listening to this podcast. It's so rare to find a high school student who wants to continuously grow all the time in the midst of all the things that are going on in social pressures in high school. Uh, it's rare. So um, if you're there and you're kind of listening to this, you're kind of a step ahead. So we're going to kind of go with this podcast. I want to keep them, I want to keep them short, 12 to 15 minutes. So you have time to listen to these during lunch 
and and just to hang out and talk to your friends still. But during your time over the next week while we get ready for podcasts, a great practice would be to sit and think, what am I thinking about constantly? What is constantly on my mind? Um, and there's going to be some of you are going to be in thinking about things you just shouldn't be thinking about. But some of you might not be thinking about bad things. There's not a bad thing to think about school and athletics and relationships. Those aren't bad things. Uh, they come from they come from desires uh, that I believe are God given. But I do think it is a troubling thing when all of our thinking, if we were to write down every piece of the puzzle that we thought about, and only maybe once a day God would fall into that piece. I think that's trouble. So I would encourage you to write down. What are you thinking? And, and if you find yourself thinking about God way less than you think you should be, um, there's something to renew your mind. Uh, we start asking ourselves, how do we get better? Well, it starts with with focusing on where we're at. you got to set a bar on, on to where you're currently at to get better. And uh, we'll start there. All right, thanks so much for listening to the podcast again. This is my first podcast ever, Brent Ferris. And I'm excited to see where this goes. Have a great day.